Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Oh, yeah, Mr. Big Sexy Radio Voice. You forgot young Jake Cassio. Oh, uh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, can, you, I ju- can I just be like the Bat Boy or you, something? You think you know everything? You forgot about Steve Palmasano, huh? Fancy Radio Voice that introduces our program. How smart are you now? Exactly. One hour in the books, five o'clock on the dot. Welcome back to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, Sports Animal. Um, this is a story, young Jake Cassio, young Steve Palmisano, that it's heartwarming, but for me, I'm worried it's going to end up being a cautionary tale. But for now, let's celebrate this man's journey and what he's gone through to come back and finish living his dream of being a professional football player. Of course, we're talking about your second favorite player, Jake, DeMar Hamlin. An American hero. Died for seven minutes on a football field, was brought back to life, rehabbed, was cleared by his doctors, worked his rear end off, came back, and got official word today that he made the 53-man roster of the Buffalo Bills. And it's a good move, honestly, because he had he started for us for thirteen games, because yeah. uh, Micah Hyde got hurt week right. two, so Demar had to take that position in right away. He earned it. He's a six round draft pick, and that's hard nowadays sure. being a lower end draft pick. Well, honestly, I think it's harder to be a higher end draft pick and make an NFL roster these days. More of the guys on the on these teams are rounds four through seven. So, but he was a six round pick. And he's he's a dang good football player. When you heard this news today, did it give you chills, or was that just the ice bath? That was just the ice bath. Oh, okay. I, I will admit that. <laughs> I, I expected him to make the roster, honestly, for a rookie deal, right. for our cap space issues, and for the football player that he is and what DeMar Hamlin also now means to the community of Buffalo and, if, and if anything, the community of NFL fans. It's, if- it was a lock. If he, if his feel, if his, if his play on the field doesn't match this story, I mean, of course, being a little cynical here, they're gonna milk the pub all year, oh yeah, all they can. And I have faith in them that they're doing the right thing, that he deserves to be on the roster. But you know, it's it comes with an asterisk that every time you talk about it, it's his story is gonna be bigger than the game every single time. And I feel like the Buffalo Bills are going to be forced to play him instead of just parading him around as, hey, look what we did. We brought him back to life. He rehabbed. We made the roster, which is a great story. He's going to be – he's just our backup safety, though, right now because it's going to be the Jordan Poor and Micah Hyde show. And there are starters with 100% without a doubt. Micah Hyde, I don't know if he's going to necessarily be playing come week one or week two because he did have a neck and vertebrae issue, and that's what sidelined him for the whole season last year. So he might need a week or two to bounce back. But honestly, I think DeMar is in good hands. 
he has a good training staff around him, good coaching staff around him, that they're going to make the right moves. And I don't think Sean McDermott is the type of guy to lead into what the media wants. Sean McDermott is has one goal and one goal only. They have a big banner of it in their training facilities, and it's a Super Bowl. That's it. That's the only goal. And however we have to get to that point, whether it's keeping DeMar on the sidelines or playing DeMar a snap or two here and there, we're going to do that and prioritize the team over the individuals. You you 100% got to give him a set of plays every single game no matter what. Well, he's going to he's going to play. You can't you can't keep your starters in the whole series or the whole drive. Right. No so way. That's impossible. They're going to run him out on the field and the crowd is going to go absolutely bonkers and the refs are going to have to stop play the first time he comes out on the field. Probably. It's going to be Or at least the first home game for the Bills. Accurate. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The first, I mean, he's going to get recognition no matter where he goes because yeah. he just, with what he went through and what he's came back from, is going to be, you might disagree, but he's going to be the face of the NFL this season. And, I mean, I already have my money down on him winning comeback player of the year. If he just if he stays healthy all year, he's a comeback player of the year. Yeah. And he doesn't even have to play well. I don't think at all, like, the situation that he went through, I don't think he's at risk to have a repeat of that happening. Like, I think his health is in good stands. Like, everything was so circumstantial and such a coincidence that that's what happened to him. You know, it was just, like, literally, like, the right place at the right time for everything to line up for him to be put in that situation. And let's say since he came back that he's not the player that he was before. There's no way Coach McDermott and the front office of the Buffalo Bills have the balls to cut him. There's no way. If he, I don't know. He would have to not clear medically to get him. He's guaranteed a roster spot just by what he went through. Only, I mean, after this season, he only has one more year for his contract. Yeah, I could see them cutting him next year and, like, making him a part of the organization. And for the, if, I'm saying if his play is subpar. Yeah, and I, honestly, I don't think it is from what I've seen from watching the Bills preseason games. Oh, that's right. You watch preseason. I, I, I It's an important <laughs> part to the game. You have to do your research. Ah, Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. I'm thinking about all the fantasy sleepers I got to draft, man. Your 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 whole bench is going to be people who don't even make the Bills roster <laughs> in your fantasy league. No, I mean that's my, honestly my goal in our league is to draft only Bills players. If for real, okay. yes. Okay, Jake, you would appreciate this, Van. I think Jake would appreciate this. We had uh, the captain of the New Mexico United soccer team on last week. I don't know if you heard. Did not hear. Well, he doesn't... There was a Bills preseason game at the same time. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Well, he's a big... I, I want to I do this for one of my leagues. Okay. We, he is a big OU guy. He's not a big NFL guy, but he just supports OU players um, from college football. And so we helped him make an all-OU fantasy football team this year, and it was epic. Yes. I mean, it's probably a pretty solid roster, honestly. From, I mean, from it, it, was Norman, pre- it was pretty sick. From Norman, Oklahoma. Oki from Muskogee, Boomer Sooner lover, Kalen Ryden from your New Mexico United. Is Baker his quarterback? Is no. going to draft Jalen Hurts. All OU well, fantasy football too. team 
that Amory set up the bones it, for. It was actually That's, really good, though. It was in, a really in good the team. Order, in the order of round what, and picks yeah. and everything. Because he hasn't played in a long time, so I got him. Um, but, Jake, so on a bye week, what are you going to do with your Buffalo Bills lineup? Just lose. Taking L. Taking L that week. <laughs> Yeah. I love yeah. that. And it's week 13, so that's way down the road. That is so funny. Please do that. Are you yeah, doing that's that for, my goal. Are you doing that? What? When are you doing that? For our league. Oh, oh for our league. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's no money involved, so, so <laughs> that's yeah. why. That's, that's the one that act a fool. Yeah. But here's the problem. What's worth more than money is being belittled by your peers on the radio, and that's what's going to happen. Honestly, I think I would have a pretty solid record with only Bills players. No, I like that a lot. I'm, I can't wait. Please do that. I'm really looking forward to this because my friend did that with the Chiefs. He just drafted all Chiefs. That's what I usually do with the Cowboys. Oh, nice. And Steve has never won a fantasy league no, his I whole win, life. I win all the time. <laughs> How many leagues have you won in your day? He was talking about Oklahoma State Cowboys. Oh. Yeah, he only drafts <laughs> Oklahoma State Cowboys. I don't play fantasy football. Like there's, okay, back to, back to DeMar Hamlin. Ba- baseball season still. Unless he wasn't cleared medically, there's no way the Bills aren't putting him on the 53-man. No, the yeah. publicity's too good. The story's too good. It's just one guy. But honestly, we, we kind of need him. Sure, you need him on special teams. You need him as a backup to your, your big-time safety duo. And he's for a, the price point that we have him, I mean, I'm looking at it from a business perspective. If I'm Brandon Bean himself, right, he's making around $675,000 on his rookie deal. The Bills have $2 million in cap space. Um, we can't go out and sign somebody to be a backup for us. He's on a rookie deal. We already got him locked in. And he played awesome in preseason. He made a lot of tackles. He's not afraid. He doesn't look timid out there. He looks like he's ready to go out there and play some gosh darn Buffalo Bill football. Regardless, the Bills don't have the balls not to put him on the 53-man roster because they're no Doug Peterson. (laughs) Today at the roster deadline, the last player to be cut on his own team, Doug Peterson cuts his son, Josh Peterson, back up tight end for the Jaguars. I've abandoned my child. I, I like that we're keeping it real. My boy. That makes me want to bet on Jacksonville more. I kind of like keeping it real, man. Doug Peterson cut his own son Go play on the you, from his squad. football team. Do you think Doug made, like, had that sit-down conversation himself, or did he make, like, one of the assistants No, do it? he oh, had his he mom come. do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he called his wife up yeah. and was like, honey, you got to cut him. Come here, Joshy. I made your favorite blueberry pancake. Why? Sit down. I got some news for you, Joshy. But he sits down, and the pancakes, it just says you're cut. <laughs> hey, Joshy, flip over to the second pancake. Yeah. yeah. It says, uh, welcome back. To Was my... he a rookie? Uh, no, he's a free agent. He's been around. He was a college quarterback turned tight end. Oh, okay, so he's never going to make sure an NFL roster. That heard about but it. that means... You should sign for the division rival, right? Give all of your dad's secrets. Yeah. Go to the Texans. Yeah, to the Texans. That is a very Texas thing to do. Put him on the roster just to get a rival secret. Who do you think brought him over to that team? His dad. Well, duh. Well, right. Yeah, duh. So only, I mean, he, let, he not... let his son get a quick paycheck for going to training camp and OTAs. 
that would be sweet if they still put him on the practice squad. Like he's on the practice squad. He's a part-time coach. He's the one that fills Jake's ice baths. Like you could give him like a lot of jobs to like make his his value. I would just put him on the coaching staff. Just immediately. Yeah, Paul Belichick. What about the practice squad? Nah, he's not. I have a thing about players that are transitionary in terms of what they played in college to what they're going to play in the NFL. It's very few select handful of players do well in that environment of being able to transition positions. Not to knock Doug Peterson's kid, who I've never even heard of, but I doubt he's like a transitional kind of player just put him on the coaching staff if he already has the football knowledge and he hangs around his dad enough sure. he's gonna at least know a couple things make him an assistant to an assistant you know something that's the f- whenever he decides that he wants to end his career like that's the immediate job like you find him a gig on your staff immediately yeah you're the one that had to cut him of course you can be the one to hire him back and probably make more but- money than he would on the practice squad but the sheer balls of Doug Peterson to I cut his it. own son. I love it so much. It makes me want to go coach a team and then have a, when I have my own children someday, cut them. Mm. Just to see how tough they are. Step in my office for a second. Because you're fired. Young Jake, I need you to sit. Because, of course, it's going to be Jake Jr. You would. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to sit him down. And I'm going to look him in the eyes and say... You're not good enough for this football team. Also, I'm changing your name. And I'm changing the locks. <laughs> changing your name and the locks to our home. You're a loser. Good luck. <laughs> good luck out there. Maybe one day you can make a roster. <laughs> I love it so much. I mean, this is how serious Doug Peterson wants this thing, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's actually a genuinely good coach. The Jags are as good as anyone in the AFC that isn't the Kansas City Chiefs. Or the Buffalo Bills. Nah. Or the Bengals. Nah. Or the Chargers. Nah, I think they're just as good. Calvin Ridley going to lead the league in yards, receptions, and touchdowns. I just gave away my, my sleeper pick. Are you betting on it? Yeah, I will. Amory, what are the odds? Offensive player of the year in the AFC, Calvin Ridley. Hold on one second. If, I know he's a guy to bet on himself. If, if that's I know, for sure. yeah, one hundred percent. Well, uh-huh. he, now he has to have his friends do it for him. Correct. Yeah, which is how off, you should do it. Off the clock. Not, not at not, not at the training not facility. Not at the training facility. <laughs> not in a uh, officially licensed NFL um, betting center. Because they could and they could bet in, college football, right? No, um, no. It's just the sport of football. The, fo- the sport of football is out. That's and sucks. you can't do it on your phone. And you can't do it at a training facility, and you can't do it technically when you're on the road at a hotel because that's counted as a training facility, but you're just on the road. It's basically gas station toilets is the only place where you can gamble if you're an NFL player. Or on any other sport that's not you can bet on. You could bet on women's soccer in a gas station toilet. That's all Calvin Ridley can (laughs) bet on now. Could they bet on basketball in the team facility? (laughs) No, no gambling at all in the team facility. That's a Isn't shame. that right, Amory? Uh, correct. I um, wish we were back in the 90s where there was no phones and proof of things. So right now, Calvin Ridley isn't listed on the top offensive player of the year odds. I'm going to have to look that up for you. 
But right now, the leader is Jamar Chase. Boo. At plus 1,100, followed by Justin Jefferson at plus 1,300, followed by Christian McCaffrey at plus 1,500. I like that. Wow. And then Nick Chubb? Why do they have so many skill position players? I know. And when then the, we the only, all know the only all Buffalo these Bills awards are for quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Well, no, the offensive player of the year is usually the MVP of non-quarterbacks. Yes, uh, true. Because uh, the last three years was Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Derrick Henry. Okay, Man. so the only Buffalo Bill on there right now, I'm going to go get into a deeper list. These are just like the tops, is uh, Stefan Diggs at plus 3,000, my guy. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, he's he's like 30 years old. All right, even though we've been talking about NFL basically all program, we're talking more NFL when we get back as it's Amory's mandatory NFL headlines. The segment that's sweeping the nation. It is. I look forward to this segment, Amory. I like when we actually talk about sports. Thank you. NFL talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Welcome back to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. I won't even get into it, Amory. Hit it. Now, mandatory NFL headlines with Amory Castillo. I know we're at the Duke store, so Steve, I'm so sorry we're not talking about baseball. It's NFL headlines, and because Jake is here, I thought it'd be a lot of fun to make it primarily AFC East headlines. The AFC Beast. The AFC Beast, starting with the New England Patriots. Patriots have waived backup quarterbacks Bailey Zappi, Malik Cunningham, and surprising cut-down day cuts. This is a surprising move, guys, because now Mac Jones is now the only quarterback on the team's roster. All right. This really hurts my feelings because I, I hate the Patriots, but I'm a Bailey Zappi guy. Just because you like saying the word Bailey Zappi. Yeah, and he's electric. Zappi. Yeah. Gotcha. Breaking news. Dallas Cowboys trade Dak Prescott to anybody dumb enough to take him. Oh, wait. How about the New England Patriots? <laughs> I thought you were really saying that. I was like, my phone did not go off. Adam, did, <laughs> Adam Shefty Boy didn't text your girl. Oh, you get uh, direct text. <laughs> Bill Belichick is clearing out his quarterback room to trade for Dak Prescott and then the... Obviously, the Cooper Rush generation starts for the Dallas Cowboys. Congratulations, Cowboys fans. You finally have a chance. No, I think uh, Bill Belichick's going to bring back his favorite quarterback of all time. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Newton. Cam not play well. Well, speaking of Bill Belichick, though, keeping on the New England Patriots theme here, I don't know if you guys saw in the news, but Bill Belichick says overspending teams can't sustain success. Eventually, you pay the bills. You can't sustain the 20 years of success that I sustained by overspending every year without having to eventually pay those bills and play with a lesser team. It also helps that he had a quarterback that was willing to make a sacrifice on his payroll. What does this have to do with paying the New York bills anything? I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bill. Yes. Um, <laughs> continuing, we already mentioned that Jamar Hamlin made the 53-man roster. A feel-good story. Let's go. Let's go. And moving back to the Patriots, then don't worry, we're coming right back to your New York Buffalo Bills, Jake. Patriots trading veteran kicker. Watch out, fantasy fans. Nick Folk to the Titans. So don't draft Nick Folk because the Titans won't be scoring any points. <laughs> Folk legend. Folk legend. I'm so surprised we haven't talked about this headline. I thought this was huge news for the Buffalo Bills. Yes, DeMar Hamlin is a good story. This is a bad story. Bills linebacker, very expensive. Von Miller. Going to be the on the pup, pup list. list. First four uh, games of the 2023 sh- season. Th- doesn't surprise me at all. Am I sad I'm not going to be able to of watch course. Von Miller play? Absolutely. But I don't care about the first four games of the year. I care about the last four games of the year, I a.k.a. Like, the playoffs. I like that attitude, my friend. But still, that you was gotta, a lot you of gotta money. Save, you got to save Von Miller for the end of the year. This yeah. is the smart move. Who cares if you're 2-2 two and two after four? Uh, we're going to be 4-0, oh, but. Ah, okay. Okay, but Jake I Jake likes the Bills. I, I I do agree with you guys though that I do think it's smart to save obviously Von Miller and I do he's just one of the best and I'm looking forward to it. Hope he comes back healthy. It's hard, you know, this is the second time it's happened, so we'll see how that goes. Well, we have a very easy first four games, so Okay. Same smart we, move with Jake Kyler as in Murray. the Buffalo Bills. Yes, cuz I play for him. Last on the AFC East before I move a little bit west is uh, Dalvin Cook thinks Jets winning a Super Bowl is, quote-unquote, very realistic. That's why I'm here. Well, thanks for jumping the gun on this segment because we were going to talk about this later. But, uh, yes, it's very reasonable that the Jets can win a Super Bowl. No. They're the second-best team in football behind the Chiefs. False. I don't. I, I overrated team. When you have too many personalities in a locker room, it never works out. Mm. But it's New York. It's Jersey, kind of, and it's and that makes it even worse then, because then the pressure, the New York media is going to put on so much pressure and so much expectations for this team that they're not going to be able to handle it. Aaron Rodgers is aging; he's old. He doesn't have chemistry with any of his receivers except for thirty-three-year-old Randall Cobb, Alan the Lizard. Last- he played for him for like three years who became like a household name that's what i said year. alan the lizard i know i like it i just get that boy some jurgens get that boy some jurgens i don't know why they call him the lizard <laughs> why do they i don't know he looks like one that's for sure yeah them elbows and he, I, I hate <laughs> i hated his segment on hard knocks you're just not, a hard knock hater because you're a Buffalo Bills fan. I totally oh, understand. I have uh, resented Aaron Rodgers for a very long time in my life. But I got two more headlines for you guys. You guys good with that? Please. Uh, Colts rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. We already know the big Stud. news of the day. The big news of the day was Jonathan Taylor didn't get traded. Our boy Van Nunley was right. He's on the pup list for four weeks. We'll see what happens with that. But Colts rookie quarterback, fourth overall pick in the draft this year. Um, he says he's not, he's not the only one there in Indy. People are expecting him to win a Super Bowl. And sometimes you got to understand, it's people? not all about me. That's what he said. Anthony Richardson, the second coming of Peyton Manning. 
Yeah. Or it's Andrew Luck. Manning That's what they're 30 hoping. interceptions his rookie his year. His rookie That's year. I think they're like again. won three games. Yeah. Awful. And lastly. The Colts are going to be awful. They're, they have a chance. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I don't care who your running Stop back is. Stop him Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Do they have a coach? Yes. Yeah, good question. He's uh, He was the offensive uh, coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles last year. Mm. Frank Reich? Terrible. No, Frank Reich is now the Panthers coach. It's Shane, Shane excuse Why me. Why do they just keep Stinch, hiring Stinchin? offensive coordinators from the Eagles? Uh, when are they going to learn? It's I, not going to work. I, I don't know, but this is way better than Frank Reich. Uh Okay, so in the last last headline I wanted to share with you guys, going full stork, uh, circle back to the AFC East, this former New England Patriot quarterback, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, on the Trey Lance trade to the Cowboys, he's got a bright future in this league. He does as a backup. Hey, People will give him chances over and over and over again because of where he was drafted, having nothing to do with his talent or ability or anything he proves on the football field. He will keep getting chances because of the draft capital involved. That trade was genius. Genius. Was it? Says Cowboy fan. Yes. You want Trey Lance? Yes. Take him. Have him. I think Trey Lance is a wonderful backup for Super Bowl-bound Cooper Rush. And then oh my gosh, Jake, are you listening Prescott. to this? Here's to another 25 years of Cowboy players saying that, or Cowboy fans saying they're going to win the Super Bowl and not do I, anything. I didn't say that. With Trey Lance at the home. I didn't say that. I think Jerry Jones finally trade. got it right. He finally made a good trade. And those are your mandatory headlines from Amory. Thank you, Amory. You did so good with your mandatory headlines. Are you just still doing that draft? And you jumped the gun on our two of our segments with your headlines, but that's well, cool. Well, you can still talk about those in We're other segments. I, I, I already have a replacement one for you. Excellent. Okay. When we get back, you might learn about the replacement segment. But since we're here with Steve Palmasano, baseball savant, we're going to talk a little bit of baseball. Uh, the Angels suck. The Yankees suck. And no center fielder is safe. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The, you know, the program in question, of course, is two men on. One Van Nunley right here. One Fred Slow out on assignment. Lucky for us, young Jake Cassio in Fred's stead. You like that? It yeah, rhymed. It did. It rhymed. And we're live from the Duke's team store here at the corner of carlisle and central in the knob hill shopping center um if you like organic groceries the uh, co-op's right there but if you know it for more of my speed the gecko's patio is right there as well so come by here get your dukes merch i'll give you 10 percent off right out of my pocket and we'll give you a two men on shirt 20 minutes left for free you know what? If you come in the next 20 minutes and buy something, I'll match Vans 10%. Get out. Wow. I'll that's, ma- yeah. That's, um, that's, you're giving it away. Yeah. Now, that's unfair to, to owner-operator Steve Palmisano sitting right here. But with we're us. covering the 20%. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. You got 10, I got 10. I mean, it all goes right into Steve's pockets anyway. Yeah. Straight into the pocket. Straight into the pocket. <clears throat> Not even in a register. Nope. He puts <clears throat> it right in his wallet. Don't, don't say that. 
too loud. <laughs> <laughs> he has a wonderful accountant. They are doing the best job they possibly can. That's exactly right. Unlike the Los Angeles Angels, who are doing the worst job they possibly can, being a functional franchise, they could have got the biggest trade haul in the history of baseball by getting a, getting rid of the best baseball player of all time, Shohei Otani, but they decided to keep him even though they were just on the fringes of a playoff race and they take in a bunch of losers, a bunch of cast-offs that the teams who they traded with didn't even want them anyways. Nobody of substance, nobody that's going to help them go on a playoff run. Otani keeps throwing complete game shutouts and drops bombs, and the rest of the losers that they surround him with are doing nothing. And well, they he's put, not tossing anymore. And they put so much pressure on Shohei Otani, his elbow snapped in half. You like what you did? You see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens? As a man that keeps up with UCL injuries, because they are quite uh, important in my life, uh-huh. as my quarterback deals with them, Correct. this is a real issue. Luckily, I don't think he's going to need any Tommy John or anything like that. He's already had one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, but let him DH. Let him swing the bat. He DH'd the very next game yeah. after he snapped his UCL and dropped a bomb. He didn't even take a day off after he found out he's got a torn UCL. He went two for four the next day with it, a double and two ribbies. The first thing he said was, "I can still hit." Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. I'll just be the best at this instead of the best at both for the rest of the season. It's crazy that two of, like, baseball's most important names ever are on the same terrible franchise. And they suck so bad. They traded for Luis Giolito. Who? Matt Moore. Reynaldo Lopez. Hunter Renfro. Randall Grichuk. And CJ Cron. Hunter Renfro made a transition. Old C.J. Crone, the Crone zone. <laughs> he, uh, the, the Angels just picked up everyone else's sloppy seconds and thought they could put a bunch of people that no one else wanted on their team with Shohei Otani, and they're going to make a playoff push. They were very wrong. The Angels are out of it. Shohei Otani has a torn UCL. And now the Los Angeles Angels almost put a quarter of their roster on waivers today, including anyone not named Mike Trout or Shohei Otani who's getting a decent paycheck, including every single person that I just named that they traded for. They gave up minor, <laughs> they gave up minor league assets and money and traded for these guys, realized they were out of it, and today dropped all of them. I kind of respect them. <laughs> That's a power play. Okay. This is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in the history of baseball. How bad they missed. They knew Shohei Otani wasn't coming back to the Angels. There is no amount of trades or playoff runs that you could have made to make Shohei Otani come back to the Angels. He's seen how inept you are over the years with before Shohei Otani, the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. You got the two best players of the modern era on your team, and you miss the playoffs every single year. Why would Shohei Otani come back to that? Well, I wouldn't want to. I mean, the only allurement to the Angels is the fact it's in Anaheim. Sure, not a, not LA, Anaheim. Right. Um, I think 
this just further pushes Shohei out. And I understand not trading him for the potential possibility of a playoff run because right. that's at least two extra games you can sell some merch for. Well, yeah, they, they didn't trade Shohei Otani, and the next game after the trade deadline, he throws a complete game shutout and hits a home run in the nightcap of the doubleheader. Like he's showing you that, like, hey, I'll do it. Who else is going to do it with me? They should no have one. Him. They should have traded him. Should have traded him. But here's the problem. Herein lies the rub. Even though you would have got a king's ransom, and you know their prospects, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Blah blah blah. You don't know if these guys are going to pan out. But it would have been the biggest trade haul in baseball history, setting your team up for success in the future. I just don't think that any team wanted to trade for him that amount that they were looking for they because he's on that contract year. Yeah. It's not you only get him for half a season, guaranteed. Then he's free to go wherever. Personally, I wouldn't give up any asset for that. Well, neither did the Los Angeles Angels cuz they <laughs> gave away a lot of assets for a bunch of losers. Now and then it didn't pan He's going to be a Mariner. And now, now they're just going to go through waivers, and any team can have them for free. Just trying to save money. Amory, I understand we got a caller on the Sports Animal Hotline. It's really good callers today. I think people are back to school, back to work. Not, they, not that they stopped working, but I, I'm liking to hear these callers. You got Marty wanting to talk about baseball, Otani, Trout, all the madness going on. Marty, you're on the air. What's happening, Marty? What's up, fellas? Late. Hey, hey. Um, I have never felt, hear me out on this, I have never felt either two of those guys are the best players in baseball. Ooh, the best whoa. player in baseball, my, yeah, the best player in baseball, in my opinion, has been for the last five years, one Mookie Betts. Mm, okay. And, and I say, I'd say that because, see, personally, if I'm the Angels, I would have dealt Trout. I would have just goodbye. I've never won anything with you. I, I keep hearing this, this mantle that you're the best player of something, but I've never won nothing. So to me, you're not the best player of anything. But when I hear that, same with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's a great. Really? He won Super Bowl? When was the last time he went to the Super Bowl? You know, it's like for me, you know, you want to talk about the best player in baseball and the way he's playing right now. To me, the best player right now is Mookie Betts. Now, uh, quick, quick question, my friend Marty. What baseball merchandise do you have in your closet? Regardless of that. <laughs> regardless. I, I know you guys are baseball guys, but see, regardless of that, I felt that when he was with the Red Sox. Sure. Yeah, I, Bookie was lights game. out there. He gets, he gets on base. He plays a tremendous outfielder he can steal bases and, and see here's the thing with american sports because he weighs a buck 65 and he's not six five and you know we got to get away from that nonsense right the best athlete in the world is Lionel messi he's like five six arguably 150 pounds he goes anywhere in the world and you know everybody wants to see him so i think yeah. that we have a little bit of that with trout i would have dealt him i would have said trout you know what in a good run, I guess. I don't know. We don't want to call it a run. You made a lot of money. But that's my take on the so-called two best players in the game. I I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, um, I'm a – Marty, let me um, – I'll, I'll pat you on the back yeah, here yeah, because if you're not going to choose Shohei Otani, you got an absolute stud right there 
and Mookie Betts, and he can do anything on the Bates Pass, in the outfield, in the batter's box, but he can't do what Shohei Otani does. Well, Shohei Otani can't do it right now either, and pitch a complete game and strike everyone out and have the best batting average against in all of baseball. That's what makes him so unique. Not only do I think Shohei Otani is the best player in baseball now, I can make a fantastic argument he's the best we've ever seen ever. I see no, where he's coming, though, from with agree. Mike Trout, I though. I do not agree. I do not agree. I think we're, you know, we get caught up in the moment, and we get, but he's not. And he's, he's not, it's not sustainable. So when something is not sustainable, it can't be the best time ever. It, it's not sustainable. Well, this might be the greatest right season ever from he's a player. Gonna, he's going to have to pick. He's going to have to pick. Like, you know what? I'm going to have to give up on the pitching or the hitting. Why? My body Why does he have to, to do so. Yeah. so? No, I think he's going to rehab, and he's going to come back from the UCL. I mean, he's going to rehab all next year, but he's still going to drop 45, 50 bombs playing DH while he rehabs for pitching. And then the following season, he's going to be the friggin' best pitcher in baseball again. And you know what's funny? You guys are going to laugh on this. I'll leave you with this. The Dodgers might get him in the offseason. Yeah, the funny part. for sure. Yeah. I think they're, I think they're the leading candidate. Yep, they, yeah, we'll see. But they also have now a little bit of negotiation with the injury. So I don't know about no $500 million or whatever I was hearing. Um, but that's like Warren Buffett material. But I don't know. That's a lot of money for a baseball player. I, would, I personally wouldn't have done it. Uh, I, I just don't think if he's just a hitter, I, I personally wouldn't do it. But Dodgers have money to spare. Um, and they are the face of baseball. I'll leave you with that. All right, Marty, hell of a call as usual. We're right up against it. We've got to go straight to break. When we get back, more NFL talk. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Let's actually push NFL back one more segment and put a bow on this baseball goat conversation. A friend of the show, Marty, suggested that it would be Mookie Betts and through little less than a decade he's been one of the best players in baseball i'd have him right behind mike trout but um he's in the top 10 for me i think he's top five without even not even making an argument but you know we all we get to make our own lists that's the beauty of sports and i've never seen anyone uh in my life and being a baseball dork throughout the history of baseball do what shohei otani has done the past three years he's a modern day babe ruth but better because he already has better stats. There than was Babe Ruth. all these legends of Babe Ruth from back in the day of right. him pitching and hitting, but we're seeing it at a way higher level. Correct. Babe Ruth was an old fat man. <laughs> well, I mean, Babe Ruth was playing against plumbers and you know butchers and union you know, men, farm workers. This was before unions. Yeah, probably. <laughs> there weren't even unions yet. These guys got paid pennies in the offseason and then paid pennies during the regular season. But that notwithstanding, Babe Ruth was so much exceptionally better than everyone else. Like, I think that's, like, the indicator. When we talk about, you know, Jordan versus LeBron, uh, if I'm starting a team right now, I'm choosing LeBron because he could do anything on the court, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about greatness historically. Of course I'm choosing Jordan because he was so much better than his peers. LeBron James isn't that much better than Kevin Durant. Like, come on. No. He's not that much better than Steph Curry. 
LeBron is leagues above KD. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. LeBron. LeBron James is the boat. (laughs) Tom Brady is the GOAT. Aaron Rodgers is the boat. Aaron Rodgers? He's the best regular season statistical quarterback in the history of football. I'll take Joe Montana. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers is whatever. What did you do in the bathroom during the break? What are you on? <laughs> Anger. We need. <laughs> uh, you're just an Aaron Rodgers hater now that he's in the AFC. I already hated him, trust gonna, me. But now I have a reason to hate him. And you're going to lose to him once or twice this year. No, we're going to go. I, I will put my line, my my career on the line here. If Aaron Rodgers sweeps the Buffalo Bills this year, I'll cut my pinky toe off. <laughs> okay, here we go. Cut that, A. Marie. We're that, gonna we're gonna use this one later. This is being recorded, correct? Yes, it is, <laughs> yep. and shipped all over the world. So I just became an Aaron Rodgers fan. <laughs> a big fan. <laughs> Mike Trout is on the front page of Baseball Reference for Career War. That is a big deal. Huge. It's huge. And he's missed a lot of time the last few years. He is exponentially ahead of Mookie Betts, who is fantastic. Mookie Betts checking in at number 155. Mike Trout, either 49, in between 49 and 52. That's bonkers. That Shohei Otani is better than all of them. It's a shame that he has to take another part of his body out and have it fused into his elbow so we can watch greatness happen again in like 12, 13, 14 months from now. I'm just ready to watch him uh, come to the Mets and squander his career there. Two hours in the books, more NFL talking we get back, talking a little Bill Belichick, talking a little Deion Sanders, talking a little more Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I-9 Varsity shortly thereafter. We got Josh Sushan at 645. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.